Welcome to the Mark Prater Podcast, where our aim is to connect our global family of churches with our executive director. Uh, Mark, as you well know, and most of the pastors, if not all of our pastors know, we're essentially in RAE, Regional Assembly, uh, season with a number of RAEs happening throughout Sovereign Grace over the past couple of weeks. I know mine's coming up starting on Tuesday, this upcoming Tuesday. Um, we've been doing these for a few years now. Uh, talk to us about regional assemblies. When we ratified our, our Book of Church Order in 2013, uh, at that moment, we really became an elder-led family of churches. And right. elder-led gets expressed in a number of ways within our polity. Uh, one of the main ways is the Council of Elders meeting that happens annually, where an elder from every church, we meet together, we make decisions, votes are taken. Um, on, on national committees, votes are taken, the, the budget is voted on, we make decisions about our statement of faith and book of church order that really are the, the important documents that govern us and, and join us together uh, theologically as a family of churches. But another expression of being elder-led, our regional assembly of elders. So our churches here in the United States are within regions. Uh, typically, those are geographic in nature. We have nine regions here in the U.S., and at least twice a year, those regional assembly of elders gather together, typically once in the spring and once in the fall. And that's why it's regional assembly of elders season. But they're, they're so important. As I was reflecting on this uh, actually this morning. So our, our book of church order was ratified in 2013. Um, we had to form regions. So I think the first regional assembly of elder meetings happened in 2014. So we've been doing them for eight years now, and I've found that they have strengthened us in a number of ways. Uh, first of all, just in terms of just doing ministry together. So at a regional assembly of elders meeting, uh, there is important business, if you can say it that way, getting done. All expressions of how elders in that region have authority to make decisions about certain things. So there. There'll be decisions made at Regional Assembly of Elders meetings about budget for the upcoming year. Uh, there'll be ordination committees that will put forth uh, elder candidates who went through our ordination process and will be voted on by the Regional Assembly as an affirmation that mm -hmm. needs to be an elder in the region. Now, in doing that, we still recognize the authority of the local church to ordain the man, but the region right. is basically affirming that. So. Uh, this week at the Northeast Regional Assembly that I'll be a part of, we will be voting on Nick Kidwell as an elder candidate. He's passed the ordination exam and we'll vote on him, which is which is really, really exciting. And yeah. um, and then the, the, the church planting committee uh, will 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 give a report. And if there's a, a church plant that's being planned or one that about to happen, there'll be a decision made on that. So again, this week at the Northeast Regional Assembly, we'll be voting to give final approval for Nick Kidwell to plant a church, Valley Creek mm -hmm. Church is the name of it in Malvern, Pennsylvania. And I say all that because it's it's not the leadership team of Sovereign Grace or the executive committee of Sovereign Grace that makes those decisions. It's the elders that are closest to those right. decisions that are, that are making them. Uh, and one other committee, the Judicial Review Committee always gives an update. Uh, typically, uh, we haven't had a lot of, of issues where they've had to report on adjudications, but again, another way that the um, the yeah. region functions and it's uh, it's healthy. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. We've certainly 
uh, I've benefited from the relationships I have with the pastors in my region. It's encouraging to see eight years in too that um, that there is that this kind of thing that we're we're doing uh, I think will endure because um, the torch is being passed uh, from one generation to the next even as mm. as we move forward as a denomination. I know uh, Ken Mellinger who served our region so well for seven years as a regional leader. Just recently, we affirmed Jace Hudson uh, starting in July as our new regional leader. And so just to even see those dynamics happening, I mean, the, the, the polity was theoretical. Mm -hmm. We signed on to it, but to watch it unfold and to see the benefit uh, mm -hmm. to our uh, to our denomination has been has been spectacular. But not mm -hmm. just businesses happening uh, at a regional assembly of elders. There, there, are, there are other things that are important uh, as well. Talk to us about what else happens at a regional assembly. Yeah, there's a number of good things that happen. So at the East Central region met last week, the West region met last week. This week, um, the South Central region, which is kind of the Texas region, the guys in the Southeast region, kind of Florida, Georgia, uh, Alabama, uh, all, all are together this week. The Northeast region that I'm a part of, and I believe the Mid-South uh, region uh, is meeting also this week. And then your region next week, the lower great lakes region uh in in each of those regional assembly of elders there's not only business being done as you said but there's there, there's a lot that's happened with regard to strengthening our values um, mm. the first one is just strengthening the, the value of building together relationally it's just good to be together uh, as elders within a region uh, getting updates from one another whether that's formal or informal conversations praying for one another um laughing together uh, doing competitions together. I know Eric had a big competition plan for his elders in the West region last week. So I'm, I'm eager to hear nice. who, what the results were from, from that. <laughs> but it's also yeah. a time when we can benefit from each other in terms of equipping us for ministry. Uh, so mm -hmm. there's, there's sometimes a theological training component, a guy or two teaching on a particular area that he may be strong in that we can benefit from. Uh, so it's just, a, it's just a great time to be together as brothers and yeah. uh, it really has this effect of we're not doing ministry in isolation. We're not doing ministry right. alone. We're doing ministry with other like-minded elders. And uh, it's, that's a sweet thing for is, yeah. an elder of a local church. Yeah, and we often, I'm sure all of us have heard often about lonely pastors uh, struggling, mm -hmm. isolated. And I thank God that the way that our polity has been set up it actually pushes us towards one another and helps us build relationally. I know one of the things I'm looking forward to the most that our regional assembly is one way that Ken has led us well is we will sing together uh, and we'll pray, we'll pray together and there will be prophetic mm -hmm. ministry. And um, that's, that's a highlight. I'm not as big on the business side. I know it's important, but there's a lot of other <laughs> that on top of on Monday. So Monday is when the podcast drops Monday afternoon, we're going to be doing a zoom call with a Brazilian pastor that Bert Turner's been working with, and we're doing an oral uh, ordination exam mm -hmm. translated from the Portuguese from Bert. So if guys see this, if this comes out on Monday morning, pray for that, that man, Fab Fabiano, and that process. Um, but we, Lord willing, we will have our first ordained Brazilian pastor soon. So any other thoughts before we go? Well, what you just said, I think, is a, a wonderful way that the guys here in the States, the elders of Sovereign Grace here in the States, are serving our brothers outside of the United States. Because as we are, uh, as you know, 
churches are candidate churches like those in Brazil, and they're looking to become an emerging nation church, that step is for them to come up with their own book of church order based on the one here in the state. So they don't have a regional assembly yet, uh, for example. Right. And so a lot of times the way that we do ordinations outside of the states is we, we, we ask a, an American um, region like, like yours, who because of birth has a relationship with Fabiano, to actually do the ordination uh, for them or walk through the ordination process with them. So it's another, um, the Regional Assembly of Elders not only strengthen us here in the States, uh, hopefully they're serving and strengthening uh, our brothers outside yeah. the States as well. Yeah, and there's, I know there's a, a number of regions that are, that are doing that, that, that happy work of partnership. So, well, thanks for your thoughts, Mark, and uh, God bless everybody who uh, is anticipating the Regional Assembly coming soon. Um, we're so grateful. Uh, and we thank you for watching or reading this podcast. We'll see you here, Lord willing, next week. Bye for now. Thank you for watching. If you have questions or comments, Mark would love to hear from you. For more videos like this, hit subscribe on YouTube or by email at markkprater.com.